Ellsworth welcoming you to Prairie Doc Radio. This is a program of the Healing Words Foundation, a 501c3 founded by Dr. Rick Holm. We are here to answer your medical questions, so give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. With us today is Dr. Andrew Ellsworth. Dr. Ellsworth's specialty is family medicine. He works with the Avera Medical Group Brookings and volunteers as part of the Prairie Doc team of physicians. Good morning, Dr. Ellsworth. Good morning, Laura. Did you make it here okay with I the ice? I did make it okay. Right. I checked with Andrew first. How, how was it? He says, I'll be okay. Yep. So we made it. That's good. And also joining us today in the studio is Dr. Ryan Prusha. Dr. Prusha's specialty is podiatry and wound care. Good morning, Dr. Prusha. Good morning, Laura. Thanks for having me today. Yes, we're happy to have you back on the radio today. I think we had you on in the fall, right? Yes. yes. Yep, we were talking about ice at that time, too. Yes, so a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> we're done now. Yeah. Maybe? It's all going to be you nicer think so? now. All yep. right. Well, we you hope heard it from so. Me. We hope so. Um, Dr. Prusha, if... For those of us who maybe missed the last time you were on, tell us tell us about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Ryan Prusha. I'm a doctor of podiatric medicine, and I work here at uh, Vera in town in Brookings. Um, I'm from Central Iowa originally, and I did all of my school and residency in Iowa, and then I'm now up here in the beautiful state of South Dakota practicing podiatric medicine. Excellent. And you have a couple kids? I do. I have four kids, and I'm... Expecting another one in yes. a few days, actually. In a few days. Um, yeah, so I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to be here, but um, things you're, are things are holding on for now. You're so. here for now, and I'm sure you keep your phone very close. Yes, probably exactly. always do, but yep. especially close right now. So yeah, for sure. Well, that's exciting. We'll look forward to hearing an update about new baby Prusha. Yep, that's pretty yep. fun. Any day now. <laughs> pretty fun. Well, when I think about our overall health. Things that usually come to mind would be taking care of our weight or our heart or our teeth or our eyes. Uh, and we might frequently overlook care up for our feet until they demand our attention, right? <laughs> and then where it's like, okay, we need to do, do something about these feet. Yep. But as I was thinking about the topic this week, and this week being Holy Week for the Christian faith, many Christians take time to reflect on Jesus' act of washing his disciples' feet. So, Dr. Prusha, as a podiatrist, one who cares for people's feet, what do you think about the significance of this act? Yeah, so um, obviously for us Christians, there is a lot of symbolism in washing the feet, but um, there is definitely some good practical advice there, too, of, of keeping your feet clean and taking good care of them every day. Um, yeah, Peter... Uh, Sorry, go I was just going to say, in biblical times, I feel like I've heard different sermons on this and such. Um, we They were often walking around barefoot, correct? Yep, yeah, barefoot or in some uh, pretty rudimentary sandals. So. Sure. So I'm sure we're thinking about injuries and infections and all those things when our feet are just out every day. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, yeah, I mean, walking around in the desert and some flip-flops is probably high risk for getting some foot injuries. So. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah, so it's fun to think about how uh, feet are, have been important for thousands of years, as we can see with the, the biblical reference. Um, caring for feet 
is significant. So what, why, what is significant about the practice of podiatry today? Yeah, so today it's, um, it's really critical and super important um, for people to take good care of their feet because mobility is, is really important in everyone's lives, um, whether that's running a marathon or just heading down to the grocery store to get groceries. Um, if you have foot pain or ankle pain, that can really limit the things that you can do on a day-to-day basis. So um, we're always available to help with the smallest things from a little callus to uh, fractured ankles and everything in between. Yeah. Dr. Ellsworth, what are some of the benefits you have seen for your patients with the care of a podiatrist? Well, I would like to answer that, but if if I may go back to the, the washing of the feet. Oh yeah, go ahead. And, uh, you know, I mean, that just makes me think of, of service. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I think it's a good, as a physician, um, you know, we, we're here to, to serve. Mm-hmm. Two, in the in the Christian faith, you know Jesus is a great healer, mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 there's some origin and you know physicians as a healer there too, mm-hmm. but also as a as a teacher, mm-hmm. he's a great teacher and as is to serve, mm-hmm. and so um, I think of service and 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 not being a podiatrist, I think most of my patients don't necessarily expect me to look at their feet, and sometimes they even have a foot issue and kind of don't want me to look at their feet, you know? <laughs> Just want to leave those socks on. <laughs> sure. And so I think sometimes they're a little surprised. They're like, no, I, we're doing this, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's so important. Um, and, and, of course, there's certain conditions or if someone has a neuropathy, we want to look and make sure there's not sores that they don't know about or some other uh, issue going on and, or nerve problems. But... Uh, it, it's a reminder for for me too uh, that uh, to, that I'm here to serve. Mm-hmm. So uh, now, care from a podiatrist is very helpful and, and important because it it affects the whole body. You know, it if you if your feet are hurting, you're less likely to move, mm-hmm. and if you're less likely to move, you're more likely to gain weight and then have high blood pressure and diabetes, and it all can cycle from there and spiral from there so so care of the, the feet is, is so important it can be a big source of infection as we were talking about and how the cleanliness can be helpful and important mm-hmm. um, and so it's uh, it's something that I think sometimes people want to hide just as much or more than their privates <laughs> okay in a way yeah. um, but it is something that it's important to get out in the open and especially I think of with our elderly patients how important feet are for them, for their mobility and for their balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that becomes more important as we get older, how our feet are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do not be afraid to show us your feet. I, I promise you we've seen worse things. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I won't remember how your feet look or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, granted, I'm not a foot person. I didn't become a foot doctor. Um, I find that if I just put on gloves, then I'm okay. So. <laughs> sure. There you go. Just put on the gloves and we can do whatever. Yep. Very good. Well, we will be talking about feet this morning on our Prairie Doc radio program. So if you have a question um, regarding foot health, uh, 
please do take a moment now to give us a call. We'll be going to our first break shortly. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Call us now at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. With any medical questions you would like us to address. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer death in the United States. Cigarette smoking is the number one cause of lung cancer, but it can also be caused by other forms of tobacco like pipes and cigars or breathing secondhand smoke or being exposed to asbestos or radon. We also are concerned with people who have a family history of lung cancer. Lung cancer symptoms may include coughing that gets worse and doesn't go away, chest pain, shortness of breath, wheezing, and coughing up blood. Other illnesses that can cause these these symptoms should be investigated as well. If you have any symptoms, talk to your doctor. For help to quit smoking, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit cdc.gov slash quit. Your provider at the Avera Medical Group is a good resource to discuss lung symptoms. Call 697-9500 for an appointment. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and today we have Dr. Andrew Ellsworth and Dr. Ryan Prusha here to answer our medical questions. Give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605 692 1430. Uh, Dr. Ryan Prusha is a podiatrist, so we're happy to have him here today answering all of our questions regarding feet. And uh, we had an interesting discussion before the break about how some of us might be embarrassed to uh, show our feet to our physicians or to anyone. Um, but they said they've seen it all, so we don't need to be afraid and we can go right ahead and show those things. So we had a question come in, so we're going to dive right into that. Uh, This question says, um, this person has pain in the top of their foot for about three to four months. She's had x-rays and nothing is broken. Just wondering if you have any insight. So it sounds like some pain in the top of the foot uh, for a few months, but nothing seems to be broken. What, what would you look at, Dr. Prusha? Yeah, so that could be a, a large number of things. Um, first of all, if it's the forefoot, you'd have to consider like a stress fracture. Um, and if those x-rays were done initially, it kind of when it first started to be painful, mm-hmm. um, stress fractures can take quite a few weeks to show up on x-rays. So Oh, interesting. Always... So it might not show up right away. Yep, And then absolutely. you might need to have another x-ray. Yeah, later. so maybe a, a more updated x-ray. Also, um, there are a lot of different areas on the foot that we can actually examine and and kind of move around and push on and see, and that can help us really narrow down um, where that injury or pain is coming from. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that x-rays don't show is um, they really don't show any soft tissue injuries, so like tendon, ligament injuries, things like that. So um, we do have some other Uh, imaging options that can show us those structures better and and maybe figure out what's going on for the person. Got it. So if they've been in this pain for, sounds like three to four months, um, probably time to maybe check it again, consider some other options. Maybe something has shown up that wasn't there 
at the first exam. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yep. Any pain that's been going on for that long, I, I think it'd be good to get it checked out. All right. Now let's say the x-rays are still not showing anything. Even a CT scan doesn't show anything. Yep. Then what would you say? Um, so if all that imaging is negative, that's all really good stuff for looking at bone again. Um, so then we consider like doing an MRI um, to look for, for other soft tissue things that could be going on. And then um, also match that with our physical exam and, and what exactly the patient is telling us to try to get them the, the right treatment. Now, sometimes that type of pain can be an arthritis. Yes. Um, and sometimes I've had people get some benefit from a metatarsal pad. Yep. Could you talk more about that and why that sometimes helps for that type of pain? Yeah, absolutely. So um, good shoes and, and good supportive inserts are always really important and, and can help just overall with the structure of the foot. Um, our go-to recommendation for an, uh, just a simple over-the-counter insert is going to be something called a power step insert. And it has a really good medial arch support. And then we can definitely add something called a metatarsal pad, which um, goes just behind the metatarsal heads um, on the ball of the forefoot. And that can help offload the forefoot a little bit and also um, spread out the metatarsal heads. And that I see your action there. So does that mean spreading yes. out your toes? Kind yes, of? Is it that can also saying? spread out your toes a okay. little bit. Um, most of the benefit from those would be something when they're having pain in the ball of their foot on the bottom. Got it. All right. All right. Uh, so certainly something to follow up on. See, see what else could be going on if you've been having some pain in the top of your foot for a few months. I have another question for you, Dr. Prusha. Uh, thanks to KBRK and the radio station streaming this program, we have listeners regularly tuning in from Florida during these winter months. Uh, and so I had a question come from one of those listeners. This person is experiencing some neuropathy in his feet. He does not have diabetes. So what else might cause this? And what? And maybe we can start with what is neuropathy? And is it often associated with diabetes or not necessarily? Yeah, so neuropathy is just, um, it's a nerve condition that causes kind of a numbness or, or pins and needles sensation in the feet. Um, we call it peripheral neuropathy um, because it affects the, the areas of our body furthest from the center mm -hmm. um, first. So usually like toes and feet are affected. Um, and that's because that's just really the longest nerves in our body. Um, so there's, there's more potential for damage there. Um, most commonly it is seen with diabetes, um, but there are definitely some, uh, some other causes that can be contributing. Um, one of the things that we look at is back pain. Um, another would be anything, if someone has had chemotherapy in the past, that can cause neuropathy um, or certain uh, vitamin or nutrient deficiencies that we look at can also cause neuropathy. Are there treatment options for neuropathy then? Um, so there are some. Okay. Um, it's, it is an irreversible condition, but we can do certain things to manage the symptoms or pain associated with neuropathy. Okay. And so what are some of those treatment options? Um, so there's different pharmacologic or, or pills that you can take. Okay. Um, sometimes physical therapy can be beneficial as well um, mm. and other, other treatments like that. Okay. And I'd go back to the back pain. You know, sometimes arthritis or <clears throat> nerve problems stemming from the back don't even hurt in the back. Yep. So, so it could be a back issue even if you don't have back pain. Mm. Um, and so 
uh, once again, there now physical therapy might be helpful, focused on your back, but because of the neuropathy pain in your feet. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when we have a patient that we're having trouble figuring out why they're having neuropathy, then um, there are certain tests that can help us um, that might lead us to um, like a back issue that is contributing. Um, so those are available to, again, help us get to the root of the problem. Our family always reads the newspaper at breakfast time, and um, our son read this one out loud for us today, and I was like, oh, I got to bring that along to the radio station. So in our peanuts, it'd be yesterday's um, yesterday's paper, uh, we got Snoopy here. He says, my body blames my foot for not being able to go places. My foot says it was my head's fault, and my head blames my eyes. My eyes say my feet are clumsy, and my right foot says not to blame him for what my left foot did. I don't say anything because I don't want to get involved. <laughs> and he's sitting there with a cast on or something. Yeah, right? Snoopy's yeah. sitting here with a cast on. So, right, sometimes our body just doesn't play well with other body parts, and sometimes we don't even know what's connected or not connected. You mentioned this back pain cause or back issue causing a problem in your foot. Yep, yeah, exactly. And it can definitely go the other way, too, where we get a patient into the right orthotics and shoes, and they come back and say, well, my back is feeling so much better, or, mm-hmm. or my hip pain has improved so um, everything is definitely connected and it's all all biomechanics working together right right well it's time for us to go to our next break and we'll give our listeners a chance to call in with their questions regarding their feet or any other medical question you might have this morning we thank you for listening to prairie doc radio on kbrk and on our podcast call us now at 605-692- 1430 with any medical questions you would like us to address. 605-692-1430. Prairie Doc programs are available as a podcast. Just look for Prairie Doc wherever you get your podcast. Today's program will be added to the podcast soon. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Hospice is medical care designed to maximize comfort and quality of life for patients facing terminal illnesses. Hospice provides pain management, emotional support, help with family care, and spiritual care to the patient and their family when a cure is not possible. Brookings Health System employs a caring team of professionals and volunteers sensitive to the changing needs of patients and family members during this difficult time. To find out more about hospice in the Brookings, South Dakota area, call 696-9000 or talk with your primary care provider at the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and today we have Dr. Andrew Ellsworth and Dr. Ryan Prusha here to answer our medical questions. Give us a call with your questions at 605 692-1430. 605-692-1430. We had another question come in. Thank you so much for your questions this morning. Does a podiatrist handle foot fungus? Not athlete's foot. It's apparently hard to get rid of. What do you advise for getting rid of it? She's a 74-year-old with no other foot issues. 
Yeah, so there's a couple different uh, types of fungus we see in feet. Um, the first one is like athlete's foot, which I think she's saying she does not have. Um, but that is when the, there's actually a fungal infection of the skin. And we do have some topical and oral treatments that are pretty effective at getting rid of that. Um, but then the other type of fungus that we can have in our feet is actually in our toenails. Um, and that's called onychomycosis. And um, that really presents as like a thickening, discoloring, and um, abnormal appearance of the nails. That is a little bit more difficult to treat, um, but we do have uh, quite a few options at our disposal that we can kind of get going for people. Okay, and so what what would you maybe start with? See, oh, let's try this, see if this works. Yeah, so you can always start with the over-the-counters, but... Um, those are just things that you'll see at any pharmacy foot sh section. Okay. Um, pretty limi limited um, effectiveness of mm -hmm. those treatments that we see. Um, they are effective for some people, but uh, really once that fungal infection gets in there, it's a little bit beyond the, the capability of those medications to get rid of it. Um, if the person just wants to soften up the nails and make them a little bit easier to trim, um, kind of the old wives' tail treatment is just Vicks VapoRub um, over the counter that you can get off the shelf. Um, just apply it to the nails a couple times a day, and and that really softens up the nails, makes them easier to manage. But okay. um, and then if they'd want more advanced treatment, then that's something we could talk about in clinic. How does I'm trying to imagine this foot fungus? So is it? in our actual nail like does our nail have like membrane or something like a fungus is wh what is happening with a f this fungus in our nails yeah so the fungus actually gets into our nail matrix or where the, where the nail grows from okay um and that really is it was what makes it so difficult to treat because a lot of those topical medications they just can't get down to the area where they so need is that to. like under our skin yes okay. yep. so that's where the the nail grows from okay um, mm -hmm. at the kind of the base of the nail there got it so that's why it's so hard to treat it because yes. it's right when the nail's just forming mm -hmm. way under there. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then that, that fungus can also cause a, a permanent damage to the nail matrix. So mm -hmm. even if you do cure all of the fungal infection, the nail can continue to grow abnormally and still have that, that same abnormal appearance, even if there is no fungus remaining. So is it something that could just be on like one nail or is it usually on all of your nails? Uh, so that does vary a lot too. You can definitely have it in one nail. Um, we probably see it the most in the big toenail. Okay. Um, but it can affect all of them also. Gotcha. Fascinating. Yeah. And unfortunately, even the best treatments aren't any guarantee at all. I yes. mean, even then sometimes it's 50-50 and then you might clear and it could still come back. Sure. And then as a pill, that can have side effects or risk too. So... People can certainly pursue treatment, but, you know, it, unfortunately, sometimes it still is a problem. Um, and just just so people know, it's extremely common, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people that don't treat it, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it can really cause problems, more like an ingrown toenail or pain or trouble with your you know getting getting your toenails trimmed and so on and then then it really would be good to get some help with that uh, to help avoid an infection or pain or other issues I think we talked about this last time you were on Dr. Prusha but we do have the option of the foot clinic 
um, through, I think, Brookings Health System. So if you're having those really thick nails and you're just not able to take care of your nails yourself, there are some options to get help doing that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, through the Brookings Health System uh, outreach clinic, there is a nail care nurse that can help with that. Okay. Um, she char- charges a, a reasonable cash pay amount every time you go see her. But okay. it's definitely a really good option for people who just either can't reach their toenails to trim mm-hmm. them or they're so thickened that, that they aren't able to trim them. Use some better home. tools yep, to do that. Exactly. Okay. All right. Dr. Prusha, I wanted to ask you about um, our seventh grade son, Eli. He just started track season for the first time this year. So we just went out shoe shopping yeah. uh, for a new runner. Uh, what recommendations do you have in general for runners? Um, and maybe any special recommendations for a young and growing runner? Yeah, so um, really when we look at at shoes, we want something good and supportive. Um, You're going to have that repetitive impact um, of running, so you're going to want something with some good cushioning as well. Um, Kind of our go-to simple test to see if a shoe is going to be supportive and uh, provide the the proper amount of arch support and things like that is actually just take the shoe and try to fold it in half. Um, There should be some bending in the forefoot, but really that midfoot and rear foot, uh, you shouldn't be able to fold in half easily. And that's a good indication that you have a good supportive shoe. Okay. Sounds good. I've been impressed so far what I've been hearing about um, the seventh grade track. They sounds like they've done a lot of conditioning inside, getting going, um, not not just sending them out on long runs right away. So that's that's great, I, I think. Um, and I love that it sounds like it's very popular. It sounds like we have a lot of seventh and eighth graders in track. So that's, that's wonderful. But any other special tips you would have for anyone just kind of getting going on running? Anything to help avoid injuries or anything like that? Stretch. Stretch. Stretch a lot. Mm-hmm. Stretch your calves a lot. Stretch for sure. your calves a lot. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we see a lot of uh, a lot of conditions and issues with people having just too tight of calf muscles. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely one that can be overlooked and it's super important to get those good stretches in before you go into activity. Okay. Sounds good. I do feel like everyone has tight calves. Yes. Um, so <laughs> in the foot clinic, we kind of have a joke about that, that, well, everybody has tight calves and, and that's really because it contributes to so many foot conditions that we do see it in a lot of patients. So, um, whether that is just good stretching before or also another thing to pay attention to is in certain shoe gear there's something called uh, like a heel to toe drop Um, and so some shoes will have a little bit higher heel and that allows for your forefoot to be in a lower position and decrease some of that strain that's coming from the Achilles tendon and and can be put on the forefoot so another consideration for for shoe gear. So if I'm looking for some good stretches to add to my daily routine, what would you recommend, Dr. Prusha, for our calves? Um, So you can do like a standing wall stretch. Um, Anytime you're trying to stretch your calf muscles, just make sure your knee is in a straight position. um, And that's going to really isolate the the calf muscles. So um, you could do that. Um, Another one is where you find a step and just put your forefoot up on that step. Again, keep your, your knee in a straight or locked out position and just lean forward into that stretch. Okay. All right. And then just hold it maybe for a bit. Is that what you recommend? Like get, yep. hold it for Yeah, 15 seconds. to 20 seconds okay. and, and then just repeat. And, and then do that yeah. a few times. Yep. More the better. Okay. 
All right, sounds good. Well, it's time for us to go to our final break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Shingles, also called herpes zoster, is a painful rash disease. Shingles can lead to severe nerve pain called postherpetic neuralgia that can last for months or years after the rash goes away. Shingles is caused by the varicella zoster virus, the same virus that causes chickenpox. If you've had chickenpox, you can get shingles. Almost one out of three people in the United States will develop shingles in their lifetime. You can get shingles at any age, but it's more common in older adults. Older adults also are more likely to have severe disease. The Center for Disease Control recommends that people age 50 and older get the shingles vaccine called Shingrex. Set an appointment to discuss shingles with your provider at the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and this morning we have Dr. Andrew Ellsworth and Dr. Ryan Prusha with us answering our medical questions. We've been talking quite a bit about feet today and a variety of issues we might face. And so um, as we've learned and talked about, those feet are important uh, to keep those healthy and, and doing well. Dr. Prusha, we just have a minute left here. Um, what are as we wrap up, what are your recommendations for keeping our feet as healthy as we can for as long as we can? Yeah, so um, I think we talked about this a little earlier is don't ignore any problems. Um, just really keep a, a close eye on your feet. They're very critical for, for getting around every day. So you don't want to overlook any simple issues that we could fix for you. Um, and then if you're having foot pain or ankle pain, just come see us. Um, we don't want those things affecting your everyday activities and, and limiting what you can do. So we can always work together as a team to create a good treatment plan that, that gets people moving again. All right. Sounds good. Dr. Ellsworth, you're going to have Dr. Prusha on tomorrow night on television. And another doc, too, you want to tell us real quick about your television program tomorrow night? Yeah, we're focusing on foot and ankle orthopedics and, uh, you know, all these issues we talked about already. I'm sure we'll be we'll talk about um We'll be joined by Dr. Neely, and uh, he's with Orthopedic Institute, a foot and ankle surgeon uh, out of Sioux Falls. And uh, so I'm looking forward to some good discussion. And, uh, you know, everyone's got got feet for the most part. Um, not everyone, but we want to try to keep it that way. Yes. And so uh, that's why it's an important topic to talk about. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you to both of you for being on this morning. A great show. Uh, before we go, please do be sure to tune in to South Dakota Public Broadcasting Television and the Prairie Doc Facebook page for On Call with the Prairie Doc most Thursdays starting at 7 p.m. Central. This Thursday on April 6th, Prairie Doc host Andrew Ellsworth is joined by Dr. Ryan Prusha from Avera Medical Group Specialty Care Brookings and Dr. Gregory Neely from the Orthopedic Institute in Sioux Falls. So tune in tomorrow night on SDP television. We hope you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program and we'll listen again for Prairie Doc on KBRK, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Please follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc library. Visit www.prairiedoc.org. And look for Prairie Doc wherever you find your podcast. My thanks to Dr. Andrew Ellsworth and Dr. Ryan Prusha for joining us today. And as Dr. Holm would say, Stay healthy out there, people. Uh